Hello, fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. This is the 40 and 20 podcast with your hosts, Andrew and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's the weekend. It's Father's Day, even. Happy Father's Day to all of our father listeners, which I think is probably about... Most of us. 85%, if not more, of the folks who listen. Uh, fathers now or soon-to-be fathers. Um, yeah, I'm doing really well. I've been cooking kind of all day, sort of... I didn't notice your house was hot. It, it's warm. We don't have central AC, yeah. so when it's warm outside, the house gets kind of warm, but it's comfortable. It's not... A few days ago, it was a little stifling in here, but today's been nice. Yeah, I'm making some country ribs, also known as pork shoulder ribs. Wait, are they happening right now? Yeah. Or are they already made? No, no, they're happening now. I mean, they're they're on the sort of slow cycle of... Oh, that's why it smells so good. Mm, yeah. I well, said something smells good in here. And like, oh, yeah, it was ribs. I was like, oh, you had ribs. Good for you. N- no, You did not say you were making ribs. Yeah, well, and, and to be clear... They're shoulders. They're country ribs, right? So not not actual ribs, which is a distinction. They're a, it's a f- important to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like them as well. They're uh, they're uh, you know you slow cook them so they they get nice and fatty. I don't have a smoker like you, like some people I know. Um, oh, we did have a question about what kind of smoker you got last week. Uh, I got from my in-laws a master-built Pro Electric. Uh, and I have had for several years a, um, oh shoot, I can't remember the brand of it. And the brand is honestly irrelevant. It is one of the three-part um, grills that has a propane side, a charcoal side, and a firebox. And I have used that primarily as a smoker. Uh, but then I got the uh, Master Built Pro and gave it a try and it, it worked well. So I'm going to continue using that because the... Being able to walk away from it was terrific, and it's a dedicated it's a dedicated smoker. Yep, just a locker, a walker, locker. Oh, a locker. Mm-hmm. I thought it's a walker, like like a zombie, or Ooh, that'd be cool. It moves around uh, when it's no, just a little smoke locker. Okay, yeah, all right. But yeah, other than that, other than that, really good. I don't have a smoker, so i i do the I do the slow cook method. <clears throat> Excuse me, I do the slow cook method for ribs and. Uh, other things you would normally, you know, normally. And you're getting, for the smoke. most part, the same experience. You're just losing out some of that smoke flavor. You're losing, for sure. Yeah. You, you you are, for sure. So I usually do uh, a dry rub, sear, stick it in the crock pot for four to seven hours, um, and then finish it, finish it under the broiler. It sounds like it works. It, no, it's delicious. <laughs> and it's it smells like it works, so. Yeah. Yeah, and and it makes good it makes good meats. Mm. How are you? Good. I mean, obviously Father's Day, so we went out for lunch today, which was lovely. Had way too much to eat. I'm kind of I'm still painfully full, and we left lunch three hours ago or so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I did. I got one of those burgers that uh, you pick it up once, um, and because it you was, can't. You're not setting that thing down. Well, no, 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 you can't set it down. It yeah. would not survive the. It wouldn't survive its travels. Sure. Uh, the first thing I did is I pulled the the, the wooden stake out of the center of, of the burger, and it had a fried egg on it. Uh, and I went to mush it down, and immediately uh, volcanic eruption of egg yolk into the palm of my hand. So there is a small burn there. Um, hot, very hot. Oh, yeah, real hot. No, fresh off. <laughs> like, it, it, it definitely burned me. Um, 
and then I continued mushing and um, then it was it was a time bomb I had to eat way faster than I would have preferred to because it was it was bad well it was no it was terrific but it was it was in poor shape it was falling apart sure which was what happens when you get some sauces and then egg yolk and juices from the meat and so what's the name of that burger? That's the uh, the Wilbur Burger. The Wilbur Burger, right? At so McMinimans. we've got a we've got a, a chain of places around here. McMinimans. They have concert venues and hotels and some of the coolest drinking venues I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. They're they're it's sort of a venue based brand at this point. Uh, historically, they were sort of a burger beer place. Their beers have probably not kept up with the times in terms of they're starting to catch up. They still have medium beer, medium food, terrific venues. So if you ever come across one, it's worth a visit. Yeah, if you're in the Northwest and you go to a concert, you know, an outdoor concert in Portland, there's a good chance that it's at Edgefield, which is a McMinimans venue, and they have just cool facilities. I think what they do is buy historic or not not historic, le- legally historical sites, but old buildings mm-hmm. and renovate them for use as hotel and venue and and bar and so there are all these cool sort of uh enigmatic properties with m- multiple use ability and they have a couple golf courses mm-hmm. and my uh, favorite is the edgefield school yeah edgefield the, yeah the, no is it or is Ken- it kennedy school kennedy school and kennedy on 33rd school yeah is a an old elementary school that has been converted into Half a dozen bars and uh, inside, all this is obviously same owner, but half a dozen different room uh, themed bars, uh, some meeting rooms, and a B and B. Yeah, um, but at this and a movie theater. Yeah, did and, you say that already? Sorry. And at this at the school, the principal's office has been preserved and turned into a cigar lounge, and still bears the title, the principal's office <laughs> kim and i actually did our uh started our honeymoon at kennedy school yeah 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 before we went to mexico we stayed i think two nights at the kennedy school so neat 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 campus in portland we had a baby shower there <laughs> i like it yeah i like it they've got an old they've got an old auditorium that's been converted to a movie theater that always shows movies you know usually second run movies and there it's like three bucks for the open to the public and you sit down in a in an actual like love seat or a lounge chair that was picked up at a thrift store, you know, somewhere and they serve you beer and food and that's pretty cool. I like it. I like it. And their Wilbur burger and their communication breakdown burger, both excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they do pretty good burgers. Also, they, they have a beer called Ruby and I think that people don't really like Ruby. I know that there's someone in this very room that's not a huge fan. However, it's one of my very favorite things on a summer day at a concert. It's got this grapefruit, bite to it it's like a it's like a grapefruit pilsner do you think that's accurate i i think it's probably a berliner vice if oh. i had to guess okay. but it's really light it's refreshing it'd be really good with tequila in it the issue that i take with it is that it's not hard to make that beer better and they just don't make it better yeah that, that's what i meant their, their beers have sort of stagnated you know i think 30 years ago they were cutting edge in oh, terms yeah. of microbrew they were they were one of the northwest's first microbrews and over time they've they've not developed their beers but they've really poured all their energy into their their facilities so and great facilities so we'll call it a win 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 yeah anything else we did go fishing yesterday we did and we didn't get skunked we did not get skunked no we caught fishes we lost an anchor and about 30 (laughs) feet of rope (laughs) uh 
Oh, what a shit show. And th- the strangest part about it was that they're like, we've gotten the anchor stuck before. Yeah. That happens. That's part of boating on a river. This was, I mean, obviously so stuck we had to cut the rope, mm. but in water that did not seem like it would have gotten the anchor stuck. The only thing I can figure is that there was a tree. Literally, that's what caught our anchor. Yeah, then, we, we got stuck somewhere somewhere tough and... We had to cut the anchor, but fortunately, our friend Tommy, he was with us, and his family lives uh, less than a quarter mile down the river, so we parked it and ran up to his house and got a ride to buy Martin, bought a new anchor. <laughs> what a convenient place to get stuck. It was the only place that would have worked out. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were with Tommy yesterday, who some of you guys might remember, the watch noob, as it were. Uh, Tommy came out and floated with us, and... Yeah, we cut mostly rainbow trouts. The Mackenzie River is uh, one of the tributaries of the Willamette River, which is a big tributary of the Columbia River. Willamette and Columbia, both of which run straight through Portland. If you've ever been to Portland, you've crossed one, if not both of those. Almost certainly. Um, The Columbia actually runs in between Portland and, you know, Oregon and Washington for, for many, many miles. I'd say about a third of the state. It's the northern boundary of oregon southern boundary of washington it's a long way yeah <clears throat> it's more than a third yeah it's i mean damn near out to uh damn near out to the dells maybe just past the dells actually come to think of it yeah so yeah once you get once you get to eastern oregon then it it jets up into it jets up into washington but mm-hmm. yeah big river Quite. mckenzie is is a sizable river it's known for its Steelhead runs, summer and winter steelhead, but also fantastic, not quite trophy, but some of them, trophy rainbow trout, they, these native red side rainbow trout. They're not native, but continue. Native meaning not not ocean going. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Native rainbow versus, uh, versus migratory rainbow trouts, which are steelhead. Right. Right. <laughs> And some of them are native, right? The so they plant. They it's one of these ODFW rivers that does get planted, but they have very old, you know, these ten year old non adipose clipped rainbow trout that if you catch one, you have to you have to release it. But they're uh you, you know they can get very big. They get sort of football shaped, and they're just wild river trout, and they're gorgeous, gorgeous. They, they give you a good fight. They yeah, oh yeah, they do, they do. They're called red sides. They're fantastic. Look them up if you if you ever want a fun day of fishing. Come on out. Yeah, we'll take you. We'll take you. Get a stumpy burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you hadn't been on keto, that that's would have been what we did. Yeah. Well, instead we went to Toxic and we got we got some Toxic Reaper, some Toxic Black Mamba, and Toxic Lava. The Black Mamba man is hotter it, than I remember. It was hot. That was hot. Yeah. The Reaper didn't hurt me at all. The the Black Mamba though was that was hot. Made me sweaty, and it is it's uh, making a second appearance in stage three. <laughs> right, well, sting ring today. It I happens. think for I think for both of us, we both sat down pretty gingerly when we sat down in the mic. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I you know the the other nice thing about that place is they have keto buns, and, and anybody who's done keto uh, or any sort of sort of low carb knows that there are options. There are options um, for eating bread like things when you're on keto most of it's not very good but most of it's bad yeah right most of it is bad you know that it tends to be sort of egg 
almond flour uh, and and oftentimes Parmesan cheese or or some sort of dryish cheese, um, and it, it works better in some situations than others. But that toxic on a burger, it works. That toxic uh, burger bun is fantastic. They do yeah. a good job with that. So yeah. So we're talking about watches today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about. I, I think we're kind of continuing our fun, you know, lighthearted with uh, watches that you can't wear to work. And we took inadvertently two approaches to this. I took the took the approach of, you just can't wear that to work. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, you just can't wear that to work. <laughs> right. Ever took the route of, I can't wear this to work. Yeah, mine was more of a what I think of as a weekend watch. So, yeah. so oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you weekend said watches, watches you can't wear to work, and I thought in my head, well, that's a weekend watch, and yeah. and and I think that we have sort of divergent ideas, but they don't, they're they're not conflicting. No, not at all. Yeah. And, and, you know, we thought about this, too, we, when we started talking about, well, how'd you approach this? Um, we, we th- uh, the thing I brought up was, you know, we have, between the two of us, drastically different requirements for a work watch, right? Mm-hmm. What's a weekend watch for me is almost certainly in a list of your your professional watch, right? So, be, like, yeah. for me, a DW5600 would be firmly in weekend watch camp and i've seen dozens of those at work right that would be uh that would be a staple professional on on the job watch for you Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's interesting and just to be clear andrew is in law enforcement in law enforcement that's right and 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 i'm and i'm an attorney so we do (laughs) we do different things right interestingly enough my my weekend watches watches that are less appropriate for me for me to wear professionally closer fit your week weekday watches yeah in fact when you when we were pulling up some of yours i thought well i'd wear that to work (laughs) yeah well there's one that we'll come to and and i think the answer is no you won't wear it to work well do you do you i mean should we get to it do you want to kick us off let's jump right in all right let's do it first up we've got the casio dbc 6116-1d and it wouldn't be a 40 and 20 show without a casio so first up the Casio Gold Calculator. Yeah, the da- databank calculator. This uh, th- this is a watch that many people lusted after. Fewer people actually owned in elementary school, right? Yeah, and I, I continue to. I don't know why I don't own this watch. They're 53 54 bucks on Amazon. Um, but I think this falls in the category if you can't really wear it to work in a serious environment. Uh, unless you're a hipster and work at a, in a hipster factory. Uh, <laughs> where they make more hipsters yeah yeah uh, i just don't see i don't see a professional world where this works yeah i, I mean but even, i love this watch even if you're an engineer or something i, I don't know it's just not maybe yeah. the black would work in an engineering setting but i feel like this only works in maybe potentially uh like a, a graphic design firm or someplace that's that's primarily populated by uh, mid twenty to mid thirty hipster folk, sure, or like a like a online magazine or something yeah, yeah. where Urban everybody's just maybe cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, way um, too. I'm not cool enough to wear this watch to work. I know that. That's right. Yeah, me either. That that's right. Uh, yeah, no, and and of course, cue the comments and or DMs of folks, you know, swearing that they wear this to work. And if that's the case, obviously, any of these watches we're talking about today, if that's the case, good on you. You're just cooler than us. You're cooler than us. That's that's right. And I agree with you. This is this is a watch that has very limited professional uh, professional applicability. Maybe as a banker. I think if my loan officer had that watch on, I, I, it might lend him some credibility. <laughs> sure, sure, because you know he's he's ready. But maybe not. 
I would I would potentially be a little bit concerned that my loan officer required a calculator for basic arithmetic. Yeah, so know, frequently that it was on his wrist. You, you know, I worked with a guy. He was the owner of a pretty big mortgage company uh, in Portland for a number of years, and he did not have a calculator watch. He had like a Tag Heuer, one of the big giant um, chronograph, okay. dive bezel chronographs. <clears throat> and apologies, I don't know enough about Tag Heuer to be able to tell you what reference it was. Um, Take your pick. Yeah, that's right. It was just a big 45, 46 millimeter Tag Heuer racing chronograph with a dive bezel. And, but he, he always carried around in his pocket, in his shirt pocket, um, he always carried around a... Um, like a, a, a calculator, an, a calculator with an amortization function because he was always doing math in his head. He's hmm. this very smart dude. He was he had some issues, right? Uh, I, I, he had some issues. He was not always the most sort of scrupulous, mm. um, which is why he which is why I was regularly in his employ or, or at least part of the reason <laughs> um, I was regularly in his employ. But uh, he he was just always thinking. He was always scheming, and you know he he'd come to me sometimes. I'm a hustler, baby. What's that? I'm a hustler, baby. That's right, exactly like that. You know, he'd come to me with these uh, ideas, and I'd say, you know, hey, client, uh, Bob, you you can't. This isn't gonna work. This just isn't gonna work. And he would he'd pull out this calculator and and just start punching in numbers and writing things down and. Uh, you know, an amortization cal- calculator, you know, or a sort of an interest calculator. There's a phrase for these, and I can't remember what it is. is a is a useful tool, but they're a little hard to use. You ha- you have to kind of learn how to use it, like anything else. But he like a slide rule. It, it, yeah, you know what? It's actually a very similar thing. You know, you see all the buttons and all the stuff, and you're like, I'm never gonna figure that out. But once you do figure it out, it's this useful tool. And but he he'd come up with these numbers and be like, Look, it is gonna work. And more times than not, he was right. More times yeah. than not, he was he was right. And when he was not, it was epic, uh, always epic failure because you know spend spend big earn big kind of deal but yeah he he carried around this thing and he'd just pull it out wherever he was and start crunching numbers and writing shit down hmm. <laughs> i feel like it's kind of the same yeah no no i think you're right it was this sort of antiquated device not not that the device itself is antiquated but this sort of antiquated functionality you know you got that app on your phone bro right <laughs> that's right that's right so what you got next? I do like that you picked the gold tone. It has to be the gold. I black black. I feel like you could make work in a, in a lot of environments. Gold, you just can't. Okay, okay. I think that it's the font on there blue. The, it's hard to tell in a picture. All right. Well, I, I like this watch. I think it's maybe got some blue font on it. I I think it's just gaudy and terrible and amazing and good all at the same time. Yeah. Get in me. My first watch. I. I feel a little bit like th- this is my. It's it's certainly not a throwaway watch, but for me, um, I feel like it's it might irritate some people because I'm sure I'm sure that we have listeners who have or do wear this to work. Uh, I picked the Orient Mako XL because for me, this is an absolute weekend watch. You, you know, I think one of the reasons that we really like 40 millimeter watches we're, we're 40 and 20 which which if you don't know now you know it refers to 40 millimeter watch. oh i thought it was our ages yeah. <laughs> you're you're such a jerk uh with 20 millimeter lugs you know a, a 20 millimeter strap is is not so small that it's 18 uh 
<laughs> because it's 20. That was so dumb. <sighs> you know, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> you know, it's it's not so small that it's dainty, is what I meant to say. Like an 18. An 18 can be a little dainty if it's not on a on a dress watch. Mm-hmm. So, so 20 is this sort of really round figure. I think 40 is the same. These are sort of not ideal, but but really just for us, I think, or, you know, the golden sort of ratio of of case size to lug size. However, always, right, there's going to be some mix. However, when you get a 45 millimeter watch, which this is, the Renko XL, it's going to be too big for me to wear to work most of the time. You, you know, unless I'm super casual on in a you know, in jeans and a polo on a Friday, in which case you get away with this. But for me, that just doesn't work most days. This is absolutely a weekend watch. This is a perfect fishing watch too. Yeah. Or perfect, perfect any outdoor activity for the most part watch. It's going to look good. This is a good barbecue watch, but I, I, I think you hit it on the head. 45 for an average sized fella with, we wouldn't, I don't know if we have dainty wrists, but we certainly don't have big wrists. 45 is just entirely too large for us. Yeah, right. And we're both running about seven and a quarter on the wrist size. Um, this thing, I'm I'm sort of amazed that this thing is is not more popular. With that said, it, at 120 bucks, yeah, I, I I think that this is an easy easy buy for me for me. And in fact, I might buy one of these because I'm really attracted by. You know, it's a it's a legit dive watch. It's 200 meters, 120 clicks, Japanese in-house movement, full meal deal. Now this watch is a few years old and it's not been updated, um, but running 13 millimeters thick. I don't think it needs updated. No, I don't think it is, does either. Um, six, almost seven ounces, so it's not going to be the lightest watch, but but you're not going to be able to use it as a weapon. Yeah, well, maybe you could. Maybe you could. I think the bracelets on these are not terrible. Obviously, hollow end links at that at that price, but who cares? You, you know, it comes on a bracelet. It's got a great bezel. It's attractive. I, I sort of think of this as the Orient cousin to the Sumo. Yeah, I think that's probably, you're probably right on that. No, I will say, I don't think this is anywhere near as refined as the Sumo. Certainly not as beautiful, but it costs... No, it's a cousin. Sometimes cousins aren't as good looking as you. That's, that's right. And, and 120 bucks, it's like an eighth as much. That new Sumo that came out, I think, is like Ooh, yeah. bordering on a thousand bucks, right? So, you, you know, 120 bucks, brand new, all day, beautiful dial, beautiful handset, uh, super classic Orient bezel... But for me, a total weekend watch. I'd love to have this. I would never wear this to work, though. No. Watch you can't wear to work for me. Weekend watch. 120 bucks. How have we not talked about this damn watch? It's just too big for us. That's why yeah. we haven't talked about it. Yeah. It's it's about three millimeters bigger than, than I want out of a dive watch. Right. Than I, than like my top end for a dive watch. Yeah. So that was my first. I don't feel like it's a throwaway, but it's not the most interesting pick. Your second watch, however, is interesting. I'm jacked about this watch. This watch is by mr jones and it is called the king ringing in at 275 280 bucks depending on where you can find it and it's running on a siegel st st1701 37 millimeter case 46 lug to lug 18 millimeter lug width like the, the dimensions on this watch are perfect yeah let's get into the watch though so what we've got here is a crystal 
that on the inside has a reverse image of the King of Hearts. In the breastplate of the King of Hearts is your hour, and it's a it's an hour jump or time jump function. The cards over the uh, call it ten o'clock spot on his over his right shoulder reveal to you the minutes. It is so fucking cool. Yeah. It is So the cards change. The cards roll. They 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 spin on a on a disc, just like you'd expect. On a on a wheel, if you will. And uh, you can see in that in the breastplate the heart right there in the center mm-hmm. is an hour jump to reflect the hour. It is beautiful. It is but it, it is absolutely not a watching word work. This is a pure weekend watch. This is a go play poker. This is a, you get home from work looking forward to dumping whatever piece of shit you had to wear to work that day. So you can put this on. It is so unique. The, the finishing on it, it's a super high polish that really, really complements the like really classic, uh, really, really great line work on that uh, on that drawn, a uh, uh, painted. I don't remember exactly how they said they apply, applied it, but the reverse image of the king there on on the inside of your crystal, and then everything else is happening beneath it. You, you know, I'd wear this to work, almost certainly. You if think? I, if I had to decide where to work, yeah, I love it. I, I love it. In fact, I want to get one and wear it to work. The price is—it's it, not a terrible price. No, it's affordable, and yeah. you're getting—you're getting a known movement from a, a dude who makes a Mister. I, I don't know if it's a dude, but Mister Jones has uh, a crazy cap. Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Did, did you die? It was a weird burp, okay. but it was also substantive. It's not a problem. Uh, but you—you you didn't. No, nothing came out. Okay. Nothing came out. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jones has a really deep catalog of really crazy and unique watches. And the cool thing is this uh, this King also just uh, came out in an XL. Uh, and if I recall correctly, it's a 40, 45 millimeter case. So basically pretty small or pretty big yeah. are your two options. And then there's a limited edition. I think 100 pieces were made of a Queen of Hearts oh. to complement the King. Hey, girl. Yeah. But how cool is this watch? Super cool. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of what they're doing are, are is really interesting. You, you know, I I think that if these watches were crafted more meticulously, you, you know, they would be charging twelve, thirteen thousand dollars, or or fifty to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and people would be gushing. You know, they'd only have to make about seven or eight of them a year, and people would just. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, as it is, they're making affordable watch pieces, and then they get overlooked. I think a lot of times, really modern designs, cool movements. Uh, yeah, and the, the King XL is, I think, actually a crown left. Oh yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a Destro, yeah. some Destro action. Well, cool, man. I dig it. Forty five. So that's that's a sizable. That's a that's a chunk of chunk. But if you're gonna be rocking a King of Hearts on your wrist, I I feel like that's a reasonable thing sure sure that's a statement piece that's a discussion watch i I would not wear the 45 to work (laughs) i'd wear the 37 yeah i would but not to work that's right i don't i I don't know maybe it would work maybe if you were if you were a a table game dealer (laughs) i work at a casino and this is my everyday watch yeah no that would make sense i can get behind that so i'm gonna are we done yeah yeah we move on 
my third watch my second watch because it's not it's not my third watch but it's our third watch you're right i'm sorry you guys you have to you you have to keep listening to us because if you don't we won't get the listens yeah i mean you could stop anytime realistically and anytime my second watch is the seiko now this is a watch that's not available anymore just i'm just gonna start with it send your hate mail elsewhere nope right to have it <laughs> This is the Seiko 021, uh, Seiko Sun, S-U-N, 021. There's also 023, and I think that there's like a 069, a patty version of this. But this is a GMT Kinetic, a Kinetic Quartz GMT dive watch. Uh, and, and it's sort of got a shrouded case. Not not a tuna case, but a shrouded case, sort of reminiscent of a tuna. Uh, a little bit curvier. A little bit more angular than a tuna case. It's not that quite that slabby it's not a tuna upright. Can. Um, so, so a little bit more angled, more of a you, you know Couture type case design, I, I would say. And and that's not that's not factual. That's just me expressing my opinion of the aesthetic. So, I love these things, and and I'm sad I never picked one up. I'm gonna have to keep my eyes open. In fact, there's one on eBay right You're now for three twenty nine. You're not gonna like it. You have to wear kinetic watches way too often oh, to justify wearing, like oh, to owning them. No, I wish this was solar. And in fact, with the with the with the initials S U N, I had I have in the past had it in my head that this is a solar watch. If this was solar, I would own one. Uh, so would I. But the problem is with kinetic watches, you have to wear them so often that yeah. you can't really have more than one other watch yeah that my ska whatever my my the seiko kinetic i i've had for i had for a number of years was such an energy pig you, you know because i might go two three weeks i just never had it full never ever ever had that thing full and and i was worried that i was going to damage it when when i sold it because it had gotten pretty low um uh, this thing way cooler way cooler than the watch i did have i i agree um, but you're right. I, I wouldn't like it. It, it. However, totally fits the mold. This is a weekend watch. Oh, yeah. This is a watch. This is a party watch. Because I think that these things are like 75 millimeters. Um, and pounds. 48 millimeters. 48 millimeters. Ooh. So she's a chunk. She's a chunk. And you can't find them. You got to go to eBay. I, I'm finding these things between 300 and 400 on the used market. So also not cheap. Um, there's a number of versions. There's a stainless version. There, uh, there are a couple stainless versions. There are resin cased versions where the shroud is resin. They're really classic Seiko styling. Um, they're fantastic, dude. I wish it wasn't a kinetic movement. I love the kinetic movement, but as a collector, as a watch, as a person who wears a different watch every day, it's impossible. No, can't you can't do it. do it. You can't justify it. If I was a wa- if I was the owner of three watches, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This was, you know, Friday afternoon. I put this thing on. I wore it all freaking weekend. Yes, maybe. But as a guy who who goes sometimes a month without wearing a certain watch, uh, it, it doesn't. It's not practical. However, on a beach, oh, hiking oh. Mexico. Yep, this is it. Man. Everywhere but the office. Everywhere but the office because doesn't work at the office because it's a chunk. If you guys haven't seen this watch and you like the idea of a kinetic watch, check this fucking thing out. I think it's so cool. I agree. I think, I mean, that that whole S-U-N line is is cool. I'm going to give honorable mention to a couple watches that almost took the spot for me. Um, and, and didn't quite because I really love that, that S-U-N-021 so much. However, uh, some of you might know that the Seiko Arnie, 
the Seiko Arnie, the sort of famous Seiko watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger wore for much of his late 80s, early 90s career. This is also a shrouded tuna-style case. It's an Anadigi quartz. This is solar. Uh, has been re-released or was announced for re-release at Basel. These things are estimated at a, at 500 bucks. So in that affordable realm, I think you're going to have to want one, though. You're going to have to really want one. You're going to have to want one. They come in both a stainless and a gold-plated iteration. I think I'd go for this, the gold-plated. It's, it's a black resin shroud. Or, or it might be PVD shroud. With a gold-plated bezel... These things are fucking cool. I, I was really sort of torn in between this and the SUN. This watch as a solar, I could run, I could rock this watch on a weekend. Yeah. But, but, same deal. This is the same exact deal. I think that these are 48-ish and a 50 millimeter lug to lug. They're huge. And they're going to, they're, they're, they have a two and a half, three millimeter crown on them. Yeah. And, and and they did grow these a little bit, so these are bigger than the OGs. Um, so yeah, you, you you win some, you lose some. The other one, and some of you guys might already be expecting this, but the other one is the Seiko Fieldmaster Digi Tunas, the SBEP zero zero one and zero zero three, and there might be another model in there. Oh, it's right here, the the zero zero five as well, which is the gold plated version. These are digital tunas. That's all. That's the best way to say it. Uh, I, I think these are super cool, but they they fit that same. They fit that same. They'd be perfect for the um, weekend. That's right. These ones also solar, and these ones are not super expensive. Uh, under three hundred new for these guys, um, but but equally huge. I'm pretty sure these ones are almost exactly fifty. Forty nine point nine. Yeah, that's too big. It's not too big for what this is. It's not too big for a tuna, a shrouded tuna. No. Too big for the office, so. Yeah. I, you know, I buy almost exclusively watches that I can wear every day. I might get one of those. You might get one. Because yeah. <laughs> they're fucking cool. Yeah. So, those, so really, this choice is the SUN021, the Kinetic GMT, because I love a GMT function. Um, but honorable mention to the Arnie and the Digituna. Next up, Flood. F L. UDBBX001 boombox. This is a fucking weekend watch. This is a watch you can't wear to the office. This is a watch you can't wear to work at McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, depending on the McDonald's you work at. No, you can't wear this. This is one of like a a pure novelty watch. It is pure novelty, that's right. A ghetto blaster sized for your wrist with great details on it. Unfortunately, though. They're not available anymore. New. You got to go to the to the secondhand market for them. And where I could find uh, residual prices for them, they were pretty inexpensive, which would lead me to believe that if you can find these, they're going to be either non-functioning or stupid expensive. Well, they were ninety when they when they were released, so I assume that there is nothing, nothing on this watch that cost hardly any money to make. None. But ninety bucks. Look at how, that that eighties LED, which matches the style. How perfect. cool! <laughs> it's a novelty. It's cool. I, I'd wear it, man. I wouldn't wear it to the office. No, I, but I'd definitely wear it on a boat. Don't you ever forget? I, I dig it, man. 
Interesting. I'm not sure there's a whole lot to say about it. How big is it? uh, It is 52 millimeters, which you expect. It's a ghetto blaster. Yeah, it's wide. It's wide. It looks like a a boombox. Cool, man. I like it. It's got a little day function. Yeah. It it has everything you need out of a digital watch. It's got your countdowns, (laughs) timers, alarms. It just also happens to look like a boombox. (laughs) Cool. Number three for me. I keep meaning to get one of these. I keep meaning to get one of these. It's not the first time we've talked about this watch on the show. This it is, could be the third. Could be. This is a Casio Pro Track. And, and the Casio Pro Track I picked for today is the PRG600Y. This has got a world time style bezel, um, which gives it sort of normal watch look. It gives it a little bit of a normal watch look. Some of the Pro Tracks are pretty gadgety they look super gadgety and they are i mean in fairness they have 38 functions including time telling right right uh i think this is probably the look i'd go for if i was going to get a protract um but in terms of office wearability what's happening on that bracelet that strap you know it's an integrated plastic rubber you know rubberized plastic strap um, they screw in with hex nuts, I think, into the side, um, or, or, you know, some sort of Allen nut into the side. They look pretty cool. They, they do look cool, man. They're, you know, it's a weekend watch though. 52 millimeters. One of the things we've talked it's about. It's a long weekend watch. That's, <laughs> that's right. This, this would be a watch that I would wear for heading out to the wilderness for a while. You know, they're all solar powered. They're all... Um, gonna do things that you need them to do when you're when you're not sort of connected when you're when you're brew a K cup. What's that? They can brew a K cup. I'm man. Wouldn't that be cool? I'd wear that espresso watch. I'd wear that watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd wear that watch. I don't think these actually have that function, but they they do everything else. Every single other thing you'd want to watch to do GMT. I mean everything. ABC DEF QRP. Yeah. All of it. These yeah. these are QRP. I think is the most the the most sort of useful thing these watches do. Probably but. so. These are one of the most impressive technologies I think in the watch world. Is all the functionalities that this style of watch can pack into that that size. <laughs> so big. Think of all the sensors that are in there. <laughs> it's it's almost like you. So sensitive. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. That's a watch I would wear. Ah, fuck, man. I, I Some love nips the... that got hard if it was cold you in, know what in I, the watch face. I really like is the ProTrek logo. Yeah, offset green against the kind of kind of silvery black, like slatey. And it's sunburst. super, super 80s. Super 80s that logo is. And, and, you know, so here you have this very modern watch. Modern angles, modern fonts, um, you, you, you know, high tech. And they've got this... Like happy green 1980s Seattle outdoor brand logo. Mm-hmm. I love it looks it. like the Jansport font. R- right, right. You, you know, this, this, you would not be surprised to walk into any heritage brand out of Seattle or Portland and to see their, you know, 1980s catalog with, with this font on the front of it. It should have it on there. Right. This is the font. Yeah. And they don't mess with it. That's our font. That's our logo. We love it. You know, even G-Shock. G-Shock logo has been updated over time. They're just leaving this one, and I love it. We'll update Casio, not ProTrack. That's sacred. 
<laughs> Can we talk about your third watch? All right. Here it is. This is actually my fourth watch. I just ordered one of these, by the way. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Uh, so next up is the Roger Dubuis Excalibur. <laughs> Knights of the Round Table. I feel so dumb that we're even talking about this. I don't, and here's why. Okay. This watch costs 260000 money, which is why it's a weekend watch. Because oh. in my opinion, if you... Hold on, I've got, I, I got one way cheaper than that on Chrono 24 right now, 257000 money. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so my thinking on it is, this is a weekend watch, because if you can drop a quarter million dollars on a watch, your life is weekend. This is perhaps one of the coolest pieces of watch craftsmanship I have ever seen. At each of the hour markers rests a knight. A statue. A statue. <laughs> a, 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 and from what I've read, these are all handmade, handcrafted. Well, for that much money. Oh, yeah, right. You, you'd hope. Yeah. Uh, so you've got 12 statues, 12 knights in statue form around the perimeter of this watch all with a lance or a sword it's hard to tell uh pointing towards a lance the... it's not a, of course that's a sword these are knights of the round table man this is lance swords pointing towards the center of your watch <laughs> the watch is called excalibur you know what we'll fight We'll fight today. Today today is your day. Would you guys listen? Would you guys listen to that if we did like a, a podcast version of us fighting? Or if we did a YouTube of it? They would definitely watch that. Yeah. I just want to know if they'd be satisfied with just the sound of Fist of Flesh. Our first Instagram live TV More likely streaming. fingernail to hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I have entirely too much hair. It gets pulled. Um, the craftsmanship on the dial itself, all engraved, it is... 45 days of work just for the dial. It, it's beauty for beauty's sake. And it, it has one of the things that I thought you'd really like about it. Look at that crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's epic. That's a, that's a big old crown. It's a it's big and it's and it's good looking. And look at these bracelets too. They've got... Uh, what is this? Do you know uh, these RD821s? They're in-house obviously, but are they in-house in-house or, or do you know if they're... I don't know if they're outsourcing parts. Um, I imagine, well, I don't know. They sell like probably five of these a year. So they could probably afford to pay dudes to make movements. Yeah, I mean, they only made 28 of these total. They only made 28 of these. The latest generation self-winding mechanical movements. 170, yeah. I mean, it looks like it's totally in-house. I bet if we took a picture of that exploded view, we could make this movement. Let's do that. Yeah. That's probably a, a reasonably affordable venture. I mean, we have files and we can get scrap metal. <laughs> we could go down to Harbor Freight and get one of those mini lathes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I picked this watch a, a little bit facetiously, obviously, because it's 260000 money. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, because this is... a extremely impressive work of art I'm, I'm willing to call it and thirdly if you can spend that kind of money on a watch you don't work if i stole this i'd wear it to work yeah for the day no i think that, that i think that that feels right like if it were you or me if i had enough money to afford this watch i probably wouldn't work very hard but i think the people that actually have enough money to afford this watch probably work harder than either one of us put together both of us put together 
Why? Retire. <laughs> but that's not how that works, right? Wealthy people. You know, you've got Warren Buffett. He's 98 and he's still hustling, man. That's just not how that's not how the brain works. I could find other things to put my attention no, to. No, I, I definitely could too, which is why we're going to continue to be affordable watch snobs. Mojitos and right. <laughs> the like. Right. Mexican beer, beach. Yeah, yeah. lots of Mexican beer. Yeah. Lots of Mexican beer. Can we go back to Mexico? I think we should. I want to do that. Yeah. We should wait till winter, though. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I don't want to leave 100-degree weather to meet 120-degree weather to return to 100-degree weather. That sounds like the worst possible scenario. So in the next episode, we're actually going to talk about what Mexican city we should go to next. And it's going to be live streaming. Live streaming, full T-chart. Um, we're going to have some guests in, you know, call in, listener call ins. We've to... got a number set up. Yep. Uh, winner, winning city is the city that we can go to that you have a residence in and we can stay for free. Right. Where you have your timeshare that you're willing to loan us. Yeah. For the week. Hot take. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> what kind of other things you got? You, you know, uh, I, I had a couple, I had a couple of things that I, I thought about talking about, but, um, End of day, I settled on a YouTube channel that I, I've been sort of uh, just binging recently. The channel is called Draw with Jazza. Jazza. Jazz hands. And he's an Aus- he's an Australian guy. He's an Australian guy. And, and I'm not actually really a drawer or an artist. Drawer? Like Simon? Oh, okay. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's not something I do, right? Although... It's something that's interesting to me. It's interesting. Obviously, I've been binging these cha- these these shows, but uh, he's got a ton of videos. This is obviously his uh, uh, passion. You know, I think that he's a commercial artist and he's he's got these great skills, but he's turned this YouTube into his career and he, he publishes multiple videos a week. I, I would say... I would say he's posting, you know, more than once a week. And I don't know how often. Uh, I don't know how often, frankly. Two days ago, five days ago, six days ago. So 4.2 million subscribers. Yeah, tons of subscribers. And his videos are really fun. They're really fun. I I, I was actually talking to my mom, of all people, about this channel. She says he... he t- I was too, oddly he, enough. <laughs> he talks a little too much. Um, and so she wishes he would get to the drawing, but you know, he's charming. Uh, and he, he just has a ton of fun. You can tell he loves what he does. And every single video that I've watched of his has been super fun. It looks like they make you laugh too. They, they do. He, he's, he's a funny dude. Um, and he's, he's not over the top. He's, he can be, he can be a little campy. Um, but he does. He, he does uh, linoleum carving. He does, you know, a lot of computer-aided drawing, you know, uh, with with a stylus and a, and a tablet. But he also does pens and paints and colored pencils and anything you can imagine he uses, including some kind of weird stuff. Um, food sculpture. What food is the best for sculpture? You, you know, carrots apparently. Carrots apparently. So he's, you know, it's pretty tongue in cheek. He does not take himself too seriously. And and if you want to spend about seventeen hours dead to the world watching videos, I'd say this is a great place to start because he's got a ton of videos. I don't know that it says here how many videos it is, but it's a lot. It's a lot. 
Just hit play all and settle in. Right. <laughs> grab grab about 10 beers. Two liters of Mountain Dew Code Red. and That's right. Uh, and some beef jerky. Yeah. What some else could you jerky. need for the weekend? That's my other thing this week. I was going to talk about some some a dry bag that I haven't really liked. I was like, that's fucking boring. But go go to the go to REI and buy the cheapest dry bag they have. Your little baby dry bag. It, it, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's the one. What about you, my man? Other things. Uh, other things. I watched a new movie this week called Murder Mystery. I also watched Murder Mystery this week, which we're just we're just now discovering that online live. Yeah, fantastic! Here it is. You, we heard it here first. We heard it. Uh, so it's got Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, who I don't, I can't recall a movie they've been in together previous to this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't recall one either. Well, they did well. They did well. They have a good chemistry. Adam Sandler's still killing it. Jennifer Aniston's still killing it. No, Adam Sandler is not still killing it. I think so. He was. It was fun. I loved the movie. I really liked it. I'm you didn't give like it, Ridiculous Six? Uh, no. Wow. No, I did not. I did not like it. Also, I think his Netflix releases. He's had a couple of them now. Uh, I don't think that they've been fantastic. I don't think that Adam Sandler has made a very good movie since. Uh, he hasn't evolved since Spanglish. Spanglish, and what was the other one? The one um, Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what was the one? Eight Crazy Nights. Well, that's actually not a bad movie. I don't like. I don't hate it. Uh, no, I'm thinking of his other sort of serious role. It'll come to me. So anyway, oh, Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. That's the yeah. one. Well, I don't think Adam Sandler's evolved in his movies, and I'm totally cool with it. Very little. Uh, so anyway, Murder Mystery is a reasonably predictable, but fun, uh, I think even a good date night movie once the kids are asleep. Uh, I, I watched it with my wife. I did too. After well, the kids my were wife, asleep. Not yours. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Six uh, one half dozen yeah. of the other. But uh, it was it was funny. I mean, I laughed out loud. I yeah. saw I saw it coming, but like we've talked about, I'm, I'm better at that than some people. Um, <laughs> You're more annoying about that than no, some I don't, people. No, I don't point it out. I just sit there and revel in my success. Uh, and then at the end, I, I tell people, which I think means most people don't believe me. But anyway, it's a whole other thing. As it stands, it is a uh, kind of reminiscent of like this is 40. Like a, a, a look, a much more slapstick look inside the struggles of a 15 year or more marriage yeah I a lot of it, like fair. a lot of fights that occurred i was like wow we've had this fight <laughs> yeah that, we, that, we, that, we've that, done that. this like we i've said that word <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun no i thought it was a lot of fun and i thought that the comedy was good it would nothing was sort of so groan worthy that i wanted to turn it off it I, enjoyable yeah and I, I didn't look at my watch that's that's kind of my litmus test for a whether or not a, a movie's worth watching or not. An enjoyable evening of gratis entertainment. Yeah. I liked it. And Jennifer Aniston was great. She's, uh, you, you know, always been my, always been my, like, celebrity crush, Jennifer Aniston, ever since the old Friends days. It's like, that's the one for me. I can see that. <laughs> she probably doesn't feel the same. Uh, you know, we don't know that. You know, what's crazy is that, uh, what, 20 years later, she's, like, she looks better, you look worse. Oh no, no! I definitely look worse. Yeah, she, yeah, she she's aging better than I am, but she's cool with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a- 
Adam Sandler is looking better than he has recently. Yeah. Uh, like about 10 years ago, he looked kind of like he was... he was uh, Near death. Yeah, quite near it. Um, and now he's looking healthy. He's back to going crazy uh, on screen and it was good. I, I liked it. I've, I've always... I've also grew up with Adam Sandler movies. Me too. Um, so... Adam Sandler, They're All Gonna Laugh at You, was like the first sort of naughty comedy album that I bought. I had it on CD. They're All Gonna Laugh at You. I had a couple of his song CDs. But anyway, Murder Mystery, worth a watch. Hour and a half. It's already on Netflix. You don't have to go rent it. You don't have to go to Redbox and risk accidentally buying a Redbox box movie you hate. I've done that. <laughs> Do people still? I mean, I still see them places. It just astonishes me that people still use Redbox. Some things aren't available for rental other places, like new, new, new releases. Is that right? I think you can get anything on 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 Amazon Amazon Play or certainly more expensive, double the price. Okay, well that it's might like four be four bucks to rent something on Amazon, a buck seventy five at Redbox. Okay, I'm cheap. All right, well that's fair. That's fair. That's a good. That's a good pragmatic reason to still use. And if I'm going to be at the grocery store anyway, because let's be serious. When you have kids, you go to the grocery store three times a week. You know the thing about a red box is they never. I never pay ticket for red box. I always pay at least three or four times what I should have paid. Yeah, because you forget it. That's why I own one. <laughs> you you own a red box? Well, a movie from the red box. Oh oh. I got an email once from red box. I was like, hey, congratulations, you purchased this video. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even have a DVD player. I have a PlayStation 3 still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't. No, but I have I have devices that I could play DVDs on yeah. still. Yeah, I didn't think about that. All right. Well, good. Anything else in terms of other stuff? Nothing for me. Well, I don't have anything else. Let's call it a happy Father's Day. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of 40 and 20. Don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life and other things we like bye-bye our music today is bumming on tremolo by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 license